Hello, everyone. This is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club. We are now episode 223, and I'll be doing my review on the rhythm section, starring Blake Lively, G. Law, and Sterling K. Brown. So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen the rhythm section, I strongly suggest that you do not listen to this episode. You've been warned. So, the movie takes place three years after her family's death in a plane crash. And Stephanie Patrick, played by Blake Lively, works as a prostitute in London and is addicted to drugs. One day, she is approached at her brothel by a journalist, Keith Proctor, who tells her that the plane crash was not an accident, but was a terrorist attack covered up by the government. Though, uh, though she initially believed, though she initially believes him. She visits his apartment where she sees all of his research on the crash. He tells her that the plane crash was caused by a bomb made by a man named, named Reza, who attends university in London. Stephanie buys a gun and tracks Reza to the university cafeteria. She plans to kill him, but at the last second, she is unable to pull the trigger and Reza escapes. Hours later, Stephanie returns to Proctor's apartment where she has been staying and finds Proctor dead. Uh, through Proctor's notes, she discovers that his source for his research, B, an ex-MI6 agent, lives, uh, lives, in a remote, um, lives in a remote location in Scotland. She travels to Scotland to find B, who is disguised, or, sorry, who is disgusted with her quest to find and kill Riza. Um, after she explains that she has nothing to lose, he reluctantly trains her to, uh, to complete her quest. B, Lane Boyd, explains to her that Riza was hired by a radical terrorist, U-17. Uh, who downed the plane to kill liberal Muslim reformer Abdul Kaif. The, uh, the rest of the plane crash was collateral damage, damage of course. Um, Stephanie is trained to assume the identity of an assassin, Petra Roeder, whom Boyd killed, but whose body was never found. After months of extensive training, Boyd instructs her to go to Madrid to find Mark Serra, an information broker and ex-CIA agent. Uh, Stephanie visits Cass' uh, father, Solman, and asks uh, him to fund her mission. Uh, as she had been funding Proctor's research, sorry, as he had been uh, funding Proctor's research, Solomon refuses, assuming Proctor of taking his money and vanishing, and tells uh, Stephanie to leave. Kay's mother, uh, Aaliyah, overhears and offers to fund Stephanie. Stephanie accepts and leaves her father's wedding ring with Aaliyah, promising to return it for it. Um, Stephanie arrives in Madrid and makes contact with Sarah, posing as Petra Ruder. Um, Sarah is skeptical, but tells her that he needs uh, Lehman, uh, Lehman's kill. 
a notorious gangster in Tegier, who arranged for the bomb to be on a flight. Boyd tells her to take the job to prove herself as Petra Ruder. She travels to Tangier and finds Lehmann's, who requires an oxygen mask to breathe. After a prolonged fight, Lehmann's dies when separated from his breathing mask for too long. Uh, Stephanie is discovered by Lehman's men, but escapes after a car chase. Sierra uh, next tells Stephanie to kill businessman uh, Leon, uh, sorry, Leon Giller in New York. Boyd uh, once again tells her to take the job as uh, Giller financed the bombing in uh, U-17. Boyd goes with her to New York and provides her with a knockout gas inhaler and a knife to slit his rope. Stephanie proposes as a prostitute and seduces Giller, sorry, Giller, but is unable to kill him and leaves. As Giller leaves the hotel and gets into his car, Boyd detonates a remote bomb, killing uh, Giller along with his chauffeur and two young children. Back to the back to, back at their hotel, Stephanie is horrified by the death of Giller's children, though Boyd had only planned to kill Giller. He is unapologetic. Uh, he also reveals that he was released from MI6 after killing Petra, who killed his uh, wife. Uh, so the CIA disapproved of killing Petra, as she had uh, intel on U-17. Thus, Boyd also feels responsible for the plane bomb. Um, with this new information, Stephanie leaves Boyd and returns to Madrid to be with Sarah, with whom she begins a relationship. Boyd, where, Boyd warns her that U-17 uh, hired Sarah to find someone to eliminate Giller and is eliminating all ties to him. Which leads Sarah to suggest that Riza is U-17. Sarah provides Stephanie information that Riza is in Marseille, France of course, she discovers him with a female associate wearing a suicide vest, preparing for another bomb. Stephanie attempts to kill them, but escapes after a firefight. Following them onto a bus, she attacks Reza. Reza associ Reza's associate attempts to trigger the bomb, but does not. But it does not detonate. The bus passengers evacuate while Stephanie fights into these Riza. Riza associate releases the bomb on a timer, and that Riza had not intended to sacrifice himself. She accuses him of being a coward and tells Stephanie to leave the bus before the bomb is detonated, killing Riza and the bomber. Stephanie returns to Sarah's house and reveals that she is not Pietra Ruder. 
She kills him with a deadly venom, uh, revealing that she has discovered that Sarah is U-17. As Reza was too uh, inconsequential to be the mastermind behind the bombing, her revenge complete, she leaves his house and visits Kef's mother's uh, Aaliyah, telling her that the people behind her son's death had been killed. Aaliyah thanks her and returns Stephanie's father's ring. Uh, sometime later, Boyd attacks Stephanie in, you know, in the street, pinning her against the wall. She asks if he was working for MI6 again, and he tells her that he will be, leave, you know, he'll be uh, allowed back if he kills Pietra. Um, he releases her and tells her to disappear. As Stephanie walks away, a smile across her face, of course. So, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to give this movie a 6 out of 10. Um, what I've seen in the trailer was far different from what I've seen in the movie. I'm thinking, okay, you know, she was like, you know, the female version of Jason Bourne. But it turns out, you know, she didn't put up a fight that one time. And I'm thinking, like, okay, you know, I like Blade likely, Lively, but this is say, it was, I don't know, it looked like a feminist movie, which I didn't, wouldn't mind seeing anyway, because I thought, you know, because the, you know, the two trailers kind of hyped me up. But, um, the writing was kind of dragged out. It was draggy, you know. I wish they had done more, you know, I wish they had done more fight scenes, you know, more shootouts. That would have been very cool. But it didn't exceed any expectations of any kind. So, but um, yeah, they didn't. Let's just say that she wasn't as she didn't look as tough in the movie as she did in the trailer. So, a little disappointed in that. But I I do envy Sterling K. Brown, you know, when it comes to locking lists with Jay. You know, I envy uh him on you know. Not every day you see someone like uh, you know him locking lips with someone like Blake, Blake Lively. You know, that's every black man's dream, pretty much <laughs> locking lips with her. But yeah, I kind of envy Sterling K. Brown on that one. So, I, but yeah, shout out to you. So, you, I gotta give you points on that. So, but yeah, um, but yeah, I you know it was. A little slow. I feel like they, you know, they could have done more, you know. But uh, that's all I can pretty much say. And the car chase wasn't as exciting as I hoped it would be. So, but anyway, that concludes this review. Feel free to visit us, like us on Facebook. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music app, Spotify, and of course YouTube.